Look alive, Alia. Retronomic here, just giving a quick update. Uh, sorry, it's taken so long that it, since I've uh, done a podcast. Uh, not that anybody's listening, anyways. I don't. <laughs> I don't really mind. Don't get me wrong. Thank you to all of you who actually, you know, check out my podcast. I, I doubt there's anybody that's like continually checked it out, but if there is, heck yeah, you guys are awesome. And uh, those that just stop in to check out whatever the heck I'm doing, yeah, I know I'm really bad at this, and I have bad <laughs> uh, recording equipment. But yeah, it's just something I like to do. And you you might say, you know, well, then why do you monetize it? Well, if I could do something I like doing, I mean, heck yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, if I could make some kind of money on this, I've been doing this for maybe a year or so, and I've got like two bucks, I think, at the, at the most. Um, so yeah, that's why I still, you know, monetize it. And uh, But it's still something I like to do. And I'm trying to get back around to it. It's just sometimes, you know, life gets in the way. And, you know, other things of that sort. Uh, I'm also working on something else that's going to take for freaking ever. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll get that out there some someday. Uh, but that's on a different channel entirely. So don't worry. I'll just be trying to start doing this more, obviously. But uh, I'm actually not here to update that. I'm here to update a couple of episodes from September, uh, which is kind of funny because <laughs> um I think maybe one or two people, if any, have listened to the September, October of last year, 2021. I'm like, what? What year is it? No. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm most proud of those because it not because nobody listened to it, obviously, but uh, it's not like I'm doing this, you know, for my to stroke my ego. It's like I just put a lot of work into those ones. Um, the September, I mean, not really too much, but I mean, I did go through a lot of uh, research, I guess you'd call it, um, just playing every single day in game in the series of Hidden Town and Forgotten Hill and Rusty Lake and trying to figure out the chronological order and all that stuff uh, for Rusty Lake, at least, I believe. I don't think I, well, I did go into it a little bit with Forgotten Hill, um, which apparently I was wrong on. So I'll get back to that in a sec. But uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, the Halloween ones, especially, I mean, I was working against the clock because I took too much time in between each podcast because I was going through the games and trying to like sort of refresher and all that. Um, and you know, there was just a lot to do with that. So yeah, there was a whole bunch with those. And I felt like most proud of that when I finally got it done on Halloween day, you know, I was like at work just editing the crap out of this stuff and <laughs> you know, uh, recording it, editing it and trying to, you know, come up with something that sounds like kind of fun, even if I sound like a total idiot doing it. Um, so yeah, and that's the stuff that hardly anybody's listened to. So yeah, it, it's, it's not about stroking my ego. It's just that I, you know, love doing this. It's really fun. And I felt really good about those, even if they're still crappy as, as all the others. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm here to update, um, Hidden Town, by Dark Dome. I mean, if you try to search Hidden Town, it most likely won't come up. I was just doing it by chance because I was like, oh, I wonder if they have anything new out. And I searched Hidden Town, didn't find anything. It wasn't until like a day or two later, I was like, oh, wait, maybe I should search Dark Dome. So I searched Dark Dome and that brought up all the games from the dev. And uh, yeah, so that's how I found another one. There's a new one. Heck yes. So I'm updating that one, Hidden Town, as well as Forgotten Hill. Uh, again, just looked up Forgotten Hill on Google Play, and that showed up some some stuff. 
it didn't quite show anything. I just saw that the picture was different for uh, one of the stories. And I was like, oh, crap, wait, that's not the picture I saw for wardrobe. So, yeah, apparently they have some new ones out there. Freaking awesome. Um, and I'm even going to be editing this crappy update podcast. So, yeah, it's it, that's how bad I am at this. I, I have to edit just talking to people, not just, you know, I'm not really going into an episode. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the first one, Hidden Town, is actually a haunted Lia, Leah. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but uh, yeah, it's a new one, and it's freaking awesome. It's it still has the uh, alternate objective of finding all the you know owls and things like that, except for instead it's lizards or like iguanas or something. <laughs> they're 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 still fun, you know. And I love just having an alternate objective to do inside of a game. But other than that, the story itself is actually um, that sort of gypsy girl you see inside of Nowhere House, uh, except. It's apparently not a gypsy girl. I thought she was some kind of a gypsy. Um, in fact, they made it seem like that inside of the story. But in actuality, she's just a, like a teen or, or early 20s or something like that, uh, trying to be cool, I guess. I don't know what what her style is all about. She wants to look like a gypsy. I don't know. But yeah, uh, <laughs> the point is, it's her origin story. It's basically um, how she ended up in the nowhere house. And it turns out she actually has like a, a bro- little brother and a dad and they were a part of it too. So when they moved into this new house and all that and then just weird stuff starts happening. So yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but it's actually really fun. The puzzles are just as challenging. There's still a, a secret ending to try to get and all that. So yeah, it's it's the same great quality that you get from the other Hidden Town games. I, I fully played the game and it was just a lot of fun. I love these games. They do look more um family friendly i'll say and maybe not not as scary as something like forgotten hill or rusty lake uh, well i guess rusty lake's not that scary it's just you know different uh it's disturbing i'll put it that way <laughs> deeply disturbing but i feel like they really do a great job of having a story for one they do a great job with the story it's not childish or kiddish at all so definitely check it out for that but also the puzzles are pretty challenging um they're you know really competent and you know you're not just trying to figure out what a to b to c is you're actually having to figure out how to figure out a just to be able to try to do b you know i mean it actually you know is outside the box thinking you know and i think i went into that a little bit uh, in the uh, episode in September of that of Hidden Town. So check that out. Uh, yeah, plugging myself on my own stupid podcast. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so each of them have some kind of a gimmick, and this one felt like it was just uh, going through time almost because you have you jump around multiple places in time um, throughout this story. Not that you're traveling through time, nothing like that. I mean that you know the story of her is being told, and then it flashes back to something else. And then it flashes back to something else. And and then it flashes to another character of that story. You know, it's like, and then it goes back, uh, back around to where they're at and then back around to the actual story that started in the begin with. Uh, so that I thought was really cool. I liked how they had this multi-layered story and you sort of, you know, are kept guessing throughout. So yeah, it's a really great, uh, great new episode and as kiddish as it seems, it's really well done. I'm telling you, you don't, don't let the look of it fool you. Although I really love the look because actually, it, you know, you have billions of horror games out there that look scary and all that stuff. And this actually just has this almost comic book feel to it. it uh, this look of like, uh, 
like I said before, a pulp comic. It, it feels like something like that. And I love it for that. So, yeah, I'm telling you guys, check that out. Then there was, by accident almost, uh, <laughs> Forgotten Hill. Um, I was searching up those, and I was like, you know, is there anything new from Rusty Lake? Sadly, nothing. Um, then, of course, Forgotten Hill, and again, sadly, nothing. And then I noticed one of the pictures that was for wardrobe, which used to just show a wardrobe, was now replaced by these two twin girls. I was like, wait, wait a sec. That's different. So then I check out um, both of them. There's Tails and um, Wardrobe. They both have a new story added to it, So which is freaking awesome. I mean, the, I thought Wardrobe was just going to be a one-off type thing, but apparently they're making that also an anthology like Tails is. I didn't know they were going to add me to that one, let alone wardrobe. So that was really awesome. The only thing is, uh, <laughs> I had previously talked about uh, Forgotten Hell Pico, which was done in the Pico engine, I believe is what it was called, um, which is sort of like a Nintendo type of graphics looking thing, and, you know, old uh, 8-bit, 16-bit, I think. I don't know which. Uh, I, I, I'm not very computer savvy, in case you hadn't noticed that. I just like playing them. I wanted to do things throughout my whole life is like at first I was coming up with toys as a kid. Um, but of course I didn't know how to make anything like that. Um, didn't know how to even learn anything like that. And besides, uh, by the time I was a teenager, I wanted to make movies, you know, and, and of course I didn't have any access to something to learn about stuff like that at the time. And then I wanted to make video games and, and believe it or not, this one is actually something I was really trying for, but every single time I had some kind of class to be able to take, it was always full up and I was unable to get anything from it. So, and this was before internet and all that stuff, before it was so accessible to learn programming and things like that. Um, so then finally I started trying to, you know, uh, become an author and I, I made an entire story. I wrote a short story and an entire book. The short story, I think, was 36 pages, which I'm trying to find currently. And uh, the book was 300 and I think 36 pages. It might be like 46, but uh, it was somewhere around there. And um, yeah, it, it turns out as good as the story, I think, is. I, I don't feel like I'm I'm uh, being pretentious or anything by saying that, but uh yeah, the grammar was absolutely terrible, and I, I even like published it on Amazon. I think it was called Kindle Direct Publishing, and uh, yeah, I, I published it on there. I had these cool little uh, pictures for the um, covers of the short story in the book, and yeah, it was so it sold like maybe two. I think I got one person to buy the short story, and two people that I didn't even know bought the book, and yeah, it was so bad when I finally like tried to read it from an outside perspective because I knew how it sounded in my head so I thought I had written it right and then I, I started reading it as someone else you know like trying to read it and I was like wow there's a lot of commas and stuff so then I uh, got some opinions from other people and I was like wow oh okay I'm so so I'm terrible at this yeah it's it was like run on run on paragraphs and and sentences and and tons of commas and, and semicolons and things like that everywhere. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to write it all out of my head, you know. Um, more than a decade later, I realized, hey, I can, I know how it's supposed to sound. So maybe I could just read it out loud to a podcast. And that's the other thing I'm working on. It's going to take freaking forever. I'm only like, what, 18 chapters in, and I still have to rework all those 18 chapters. Um, 
you know, I, I've read them out. I've uh, done some voices and things like that. I've had to redo uh, stories of different chapters and things like that. And, you know, I, I'm working on it, though. And it's not that's not exactly why I stopped doing podcasting for a while. It's just part of it, you know, a small part, really. Um, but yeah, so what was I even, why did I start ranting on in, in some other direction? That's where I took a wrong turn. I was going on about how bad I am with technology. Like that wasn't apparent already. Uh, <laughs> see that that's how bad I am with, uh, with my brain. It's, uh, not firing all cylinders. Um, you know, some, someone normal would might be like, you know, talking about donuts and then end up on the Simpsons. But I'll be talking about like ghost stories and somehow end up on the Simpsons after a long rant of, of turning left and right in the conversation, um, abrupt turns. So yeah, back to what I was originally going on about. Um, yeah, apparently Pico in the Forgotten Hill episode, I had said that like uh, Pico was about a creature trying to put itself back together. I was way off. I, I don't know why or how I came to that. I was playing this new story of tales, and I was like, this seems so freaking familiar. Why is this so familiar? Then finally, I beat the thing, and I go back to the internet, because I was like, oh, wait, is that that? And I start playing the Pico engine-type version of this Pico story. It's actually still called Pico. And apparently, uh, yeah, I was way off. Uh, I don't know why I thought that's what it was. I, I had only played it once, and it was, you know, a quick sort of playthrough, because I was just trying to get through it, you know. Um, I th loved it. Don't get me wrong. It was really fun. But uh, yeah, apparently this was like, this is the full-fledged version of that 8-bit type of game. Um, and yeah, it's actually the origin of the the little uh, rat creature you see in a whole bunch of different stories. I, why? I don't know. Sure, why not? Let's have an origin story of that guy. Um, as as well as, a, you know, a little bit of uh, things to come with that same little rat thing. Um You'll see what I mean if you play it. Yeah, you'll remember the rat guy. I guess his name's Pico. Uh, I think he's, I, for some reason, the story actually endeared me to the freaky little cute rat creature. You know, it's I find it cute now, yes. Now, Wardrobe is actually an entirely new story and has uh, this story of this guy who has two daughters, and they end up going, he ends up buying this wardrobe, and it's sort of the origin story of the wardrobe itself. Um, as well as apparently the first story has nothing to do with the rest of the series. It's more like tales where they're just sort of their own stories. Um, maybe there's some connections, but I haven't made those yet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so these two girls go into the wardrobe and they create this uh, own like fantasy type of world they have. And it's, uh, you know, just as sadistic as it's always been. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty twisted in there. As well as the girls are freaky deaky looking now. Um, but yeah, it's actually really well done. It's very challenging. I mean, there's these, a lot of different recipes you have to do. I love the idea of doing recipes. I don't know why I loved it inside of tales where the first story I believe is, uh, where you're trying to make soup for your grandpa. I mean, not just recipes. There's also like different languages and things like that you have to interpret. I'm just going to stick with recipes anyways. But there is so much to these recipes that it is pretty challenging and confusing. I got lost quite a few times, um, as well as there's some difficult puzzles, but more more of the same sort of thing. You know, it's not too difficult and, you know, you can figure those out. It's more about the recipes and, and the different things you have to do to go through these different worlds of the wardrobe, let alone the house you're in. 
Um, so yeah, it's actually really cool though. It's really creepy and they do a great job with it. I would say definitely check that one out. I mean, if, if you, even if you've already played wardrobe or tales even, or the, uh, Pico on the internet, on their site, um, still play Pico as well, because it's a little more well done. It's a little more clear to see the story of Pico, but also twin two daughters. Yes. Is just downright freaky deaky and weird it, it's a really good one i liked it a lot and it's longer actually than the uh first story of wardrobe surprisingly at least it felt like it was maybe it's just because i got stuck so many times because i'm kind of dumb and uh so hopefully hopefully that'll give you something more to check out because it's just some fun stuff i love these games so an update to this update is that they actually continued disillusion with this next tales story it's actually pretty darn good i, I gotta say it it's not as long, but definitely difficult and challenging, as well as just really well done. I, I loved this because it has this Egyptian thing going on. It's supposed to be the museum from Disillusion, but there was a wing of it that was closed because it wasn't fully finished yet. And there was actually a young boy inside of there that we did not save inside of Disillusion. So you play that boy trying to find his way out. And it's it gets pretty darn difficult. I will say that it was fun and challenging, but also... I did get stuck a couple times. One of them was just sheer stupidity because I didn't realize that there was a puzzle I have to redo multiple times. So I was looking all around trying to figure out what to do and then go, oh, let me try this again. And ta-da, there it was. Um, as well as you get this artifact that sort of you have to use in order to do that same puzzle a third time. And that's where I really got stuck. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to brute force it, you know, because the hint that I got... It was either a hint or skip, and I just did the hint, and that was it. And yeah, that just says to use this. And it's like, yes, I get that I have to use this in order to figure out the sequence, but but they had the artifact structured in a way where you have no way of sequencing it. So I just basically had to brute force it in every which way I could till finally I figured it out. Um, as well as there's a another game in it, sort of like how you did these strange uh, sort of chess games inside of Disillusion. They have something kind of like that, a little on a lesser scale, I'd say. Uh, not as difficult, but still pretty difficult because you have to beat them multiple times in order to progress in the game. So yeah, that got kind of hard. Um, but eventually, yeah, it's not too bad. And you'll be able to figure it out even if you get stuck a little bit. And it was a lot of fun, though. You're basically putting a mummy back together. And you are trying to escape as one of those little kids that you that had already been saved. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting, really fun. Not as scary, but still just as cool. It felt more adventurous because of the Egyptian theme uh, to this tale. So yeah, very fun, very cool. I'm hoping they actually do continue the main story. I thought that it was supposed to keep going, but it seems like maybe more and more that uh, that's actually the end of that main protagonist story. Um, I did think that there were some loose ends still to tie up, but maybe not, you know, and hopefully they'll keep going with it. But I'll still take what I can get from Tales and Wardrobe and whatever new ones that come out. They they are freaking creepy as heck, as well as I feel like uh, while Forgotten Hill is a scary game, um, Hidden Town, while it has a horror theme to it, it's more stylish than scary. And trust me, they're both really good. They do a great job with both the jump scares and the look of things as well. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, as for podcasting, I will be getting back to that. Um, I'm going to start, I'm going to do an episode right after this. I've been playing other games in the meantime, while in the middle of 
you know, doing this other stuff that's getting in the way of doing podcasts in life. And uh, so, yeah, hopefully uh, I'll be uh, putting that out today as well. So look out for those coming soon. And I guess that's it. So die, everybody.